Hello and welcome back to my channel. I'm that Mary Couch Potato and on today's episode I will be continuing with my history music series and I will be talking about the city of St. Asaph in North Wales. If you're new to my channel, welcome. I'm a medical student by uh, profession and during my days off I like to make YouTube videos um, on things I find of interest and I hope you do enjoy my previous episodes as well. Uh, please make sure to subscribe, like and comment um, as it means a lot to me so I can keep making this content. So let's begin with today's episode. Um, so like I said, today's episode is going to be in the city of St. Asaph in North Wales. Here is a map of the UK and the red pin that you see is where St. Asaph is situated. Now if I was to zoom in a bit more, uh, you'll notice that St. Asaph is uh, quite close to uh, the sea, uh, the Irish Sea in fact. So I'm just showing you the grey dotted line with my cursor on the right of the screen and I'm following this grey dotted line uh, as it's the border between England and um, Wales. It, um, I think ends kind of... Ends kind of yeah, it's kind of down here. Um, and um, St. Asaph is one of the first uh, cities that you will actually encounter should you wish to take the A55 um, from Chester in England into um, North Wales. So the Welsh name for Wales is uh, Clanelwy, spelled uh, L-L-A-N-L-E-L-W-Y, -E -E sorry, um, Clanelwy. I beg your pardon. And it just means church on the LV. Um, and it's a city despite its small looking size on the map here. Uh, and it's a community that you find on the river LV in Denbyshire. So Denbyshire is the county um, that Scientist belongs to. And Denbyshire also includes the city of Denby just down here south of Scientist, as well as Rudland and Brill as well to the north here by the Irish Sea. Um, now, uh, the river Elby that runs through um, um, runs through St. Asap is actually part of the river Clwyd, that's the bigger river. So if I was to zoom out a bit more, um, I can show you where river uh, Clwyd comes in and it comes in through the Irish Sea and it goes through real woodland. And some point just before St. Asap it actually splits into river Elby and also continues as river Clwyd. Um, um, to more southern parts of uh, of Wales. Um, so the River Clwyd, in fact, is around 35 miles in length, so 56 kilometres. Um, and I think um, the River Elwy is uh, just a bit more, um, I think around the same as well. I'm not quite sure, not being able to find the actual length of the river. But if you do know the actual length of the river Elby, please let us know in the comments section. So um, the city itself, um, it's a pretty small city. So as of 2011, oh sorry 2021 rather, uh, the population was around 3,485 people. That was from the uh, 2021 census. Back in 2011, the population was actually around 3,355. Um, so that's been an increase of 38% between 2011 and 2021. 
the population density as of 2021 is around 5, 509.7 kilometers, I beg your pardon, rather. And the area itself is around 6.57 kilometers squared. Uh, the red border that you see here is not the actual like um, border of centers. I think that's most of the city center. It does actually incorporate um, quite a big area. So centers are actually bigger than what you see um, see here. I know for certain because I lived in North Wales for two years and my school happened to be um, here, um, this primary school here, and they also they still had um, a centre of Paul's Court, but it was like, um, I think, kind of outskirts of the city. So yeah, so that's um, just a bit about the population density. Um, so because of the small size, small population size, so 3,485 uh, residents, uh, this makes St. Asap the second smallest city in Britain in terms of population and urban area. And prior to being in Denbyshire, uh, it used to be in the historic, uh, I think it's still this in the historic county of Flintshire. Um, so the city of St. Asap is actually surrounded by quite a lot of countryside. Uh, the, uh, this view is better, I think. Uh, the, so I think it's called a satellite view, I'm not sure. This view is better because it's just uh, as it shows um, a lot of the countryside areas, the green areas rather, of, of uh, North Wales. Um, and it's actually situated on the Vale of Clwyd. Um, so, Tassif, so the Vale of Clwyd uh, is just a tract of low-lying ground uh, that happens to be in Denbyshire. Um, and there's also a lot of like historical castles uh, in Denby and uh, Rodland that you can see if you're ever in the area, as well as um, there's a lot of like coastal busy towns that are near Saint Asaph as well, like Real, uh, Preston, and uh, Abergali. Um, so they're all kind of north um, to Saint Asaph. So Real's just north here. Uh, Prestatin's a bit more northeast, and Abergel is more north northwest of Saint Asaph. But they are seaside towns that you can go visit uh, any time of the year. Uh, but obviously, summer's nicer. Um, so the earliest inhabitants of the Vale of Elwy have lived um, since the Paleolithic um, times, um, and that's. Uh, the site for the Paleolithical can be found on Pond Newid, um, and that was actually excavated by uh, the University of Wales archaeological team in 1978. Um, so there's also some uh, Neanderthal evidence was found there as well, um, and some historians as well think that the Roman fort of Vere may have sat on the site of the cathedral as well that was mentioned. Um, however, the city is believed to have developed around a 6th century Celtic monastery that was found by St. Kentigan um, and is now home to the uh, small 14th century um, St. Asaph Cathedral, uh, which is right here. So, the St. Asaph Cathedral, um, like I said, it's a 14th century cathedral. Um, it's actually called, the full name of it is the Cathedral Church of St. Asaph and Sindarin. Um, it is the 
Episcopal seat of the Bishop of St. Asab and uh, is now part of the uh, Church in Wales and part of the Anglican Communion of Wales. Uh, like mentioned, it was, you know, uh, built by uh, St. Uh, Kentigan, who also, I think, was the founder of um, Glasgow. Um, over time, you know, it was rebuilt many times due to, like, being, um, uh, being destroyed, uh, damaged by, you know, King Edward I, for example, during the Second Welsh War in 1282. Um, and then the rebellion led by Owen Glindo, who was the last Welsh-born uh, nobleman to hold the Prince of Wales title. He um, reduced a part of the cathedral. Um, and the present building that we see now uh, was actually built uh, in the reign of Henry Tudor and was greatly re uh, restored back in the 19th century. Um, so yeah, so you can go um, and visit the cathedral should you wish to do so. There is a, uh, a choir that sing a few times um, a week. Um, if you're looking to go for any other events as well, do make sure you watch out for their, look out on their website what kind of things they do. Um, I mentioned that I used to study in St. Asab and the school I was based in was named after a local saint um, and we used to uh, we have been to the cathedral for Christmas and Easter service so I have some fond memories of the cathedral as well. Uh, this was many years ago, more than 10 years ago so much has changed uh, I'm sure since then. Uh, this is what the cathedral looks like from the entrance um, so let me just see if I can do you a street view because I might show you a better view of um, of the cathedral. Um, so yeah, this is what it looks like from the high street. Uh, I think it is actually one of the smallest cathedrals in Britain as well. I think that's also a draw to it. This monument here, I believe, is the monument of the Bible translators. Uh, memorial. Um, I th I think I'm not quite sure what the history behind it is, but I'm pretty sure it's to do with men who were responsible for translating the Bible um, into Welsh. I think, um, and it's like a round monument that you can go see very closely when you're in Saint Asaph. Um, I'm just going to take you down the street, and this street will actually is is the high street for. Wales, sorry for St. Asabala uh, in Wales, um, and it actually does take you kind of to um, the river Elby as well. Uh, and you can see it's a pretty steep uh, climb, um, however it is actually a very nice walk should you wish to go down here. Um, this road down here just takes you to the uh, local parish church. Um, for St. Asap, um, if you're interested in going inside as well. Um, it's not a particularly big uh, building to go into, but you can see inside of it. Um, let me see if I can show you a good place to see the river. Oh, here we are. So at one point, if you're going down the high street, you will come across uh, a bridge. Uh, which is what we're seeing here now, and this bridge will give you great views of the River Elby 
You can kind of go down here as well for walking, you can see the footpath. Um, and you can get close to the river, but just do take care when it's been raining, as it does tend to flood um, every so often. Um, but when there's low water, obviously, it's pretty nice to go down there. Um, let me show you more of the uh, parish church. Uh, it should be just right here. Um, this is what the St. Asaph Parish Church looks like uh, from the outside. Um, again, it's not a particularly big um, uh, big, um, a big parish church, uh, as you can see from the uh, inside. And I think uh, this particular church has been around since the medieval times. Um, I'll leave the link up for us all uh, for the church if you want to look inside. Um, and they do quite a few different uh, services as well. Um, I remember going in when, uh, again with my school and yeah. So I think this um, this parish church is also found by um, St. Cantigan, uh, St. Cantigan rather, as it's uh, called the uh, Church of St. Cantigan and St. Asa. Uh, that was a saint who was something the first bishop of St. Asa, and he's the one who gave the name to St. Asa. Um, it's reputed that the uh, St. Cantigan actually found this church in 560 AD, uh, with the dedication of St. Asa being added in the mid, uh, mid 12th century. So yeah, um, the I think the location and morphology of the churchyard uh, is supposedly typical of an early medieval uh, foundation. So you can find out more about the um, history of this church online and I will leave the link out as well um, for the medieval church. Uh, so for this parish church as well as the, um, um, it's just, I would say, just through here. And the cathedral, so you can have a look, um, you know, in your own time. Um, other things to do in um, in uh, Santa Sub um, is not much to be honest. Uh, I'm gonna say, but um, there are quite a few um, shopping outlets that you can go visit if you're um, interested. So one such thing is the Tweedmill uh, shopping outlet. Um, this. Uh, it's a very nice uh, quaint shop that serves your needs to get a lot of like household items. You know, you can have afternoon tea here or eat as well, and they sell cakes. It's kind of like um, a clothes shop really, but like more like a household shop than anything. Um, they serve quite a lot of nice things, and when I last went, they actually made a vast improvement of this um, since when I was living here in St. Asaph, um, so it looks a lot nicer now, like they're definitely um, upgraded. And their lunch is to, uh, it's to die for, it's so good here at the cafe. Um, so yeah, so well worth a visit if you want to buy some clothes. They are fairly, fairly nicely priced um, and good quality clothes as well. Um, and you can, depending on what time you go, obviously you can get decorations as well for your house. Uh, should you wish to do so. Um, so I mentioned that Saint Asaph is actually quite close, uh, close to Denby. Um, it's actually not a city. I think I mentioned it as a city, but it's actually a market town. Um, 
and it's um it's the Welsh name um is Dunby as well. Uh, but it's spelled D I N B I C H, so Denbich, I think. Uh, and it translates to Little Fortress uh, due to the reference to its historic castle. Um, so I just actually wanted to show you the uh, Denbigh Castle. Um, so, Denbigh Castle, uh, it's obviously ruined as you can see in the picture here. Uh, was actually built to control the lordship of Denby after the conquest of Wales by Edward I of England in 1282. Um, the lands were actually granted to Henry de Lacy, who happened to be the Earl of Lincoln at that time, who then decided to build a new walled town, and that was this is actually colonised by immigrants from England. Um, the work um, wasn't actually completed in 12, wasn't completed rather in 1294 when the Welsh temporarily seized the castle um, during the Madog at Clavellin uh, revolt. However, the defences continued to be improved and uh, the castle wasn't actually com finished by the time of Henry's death in 1311, so Henry de Lacy's death. Um, so the castle, you know, by that point passed on to like various owners in the first half of the 14th century and it came under the control of the Mortimer family eventually. Um, and uh, the walled town actually by this point was pretty impractical to live in. Um, so larger and newer settlements started developing outside the fortress as well. Um, during the uh, Glendale Rising, so Owen de Glendale, I think, was like the last king, like I mentioned, sorry, last proclaimed Prince of Wales, of, uh, of Wales, he, you know, they ransacked the wall as well, however, the castle itself remained pretty secure. Uh, during the War of, War of the Roses, Denby was actually attacked by Lancastrian forces, and the walled town was actually attacked and burned. Um, and afterwards the old town was pretty much um, abandoned by its inhabitants. It's quite a lot of history to this. Uh, during the Civil War, the English Civil War, um, or the first one rather, Denby was actually held by royalists until it was captured by parliamentarian forces in 1659. Um, so yeah, and by this point I think the castle wasn't really quite in good condition so uh, what you see now is due to deterioration of the castle over time. Um, it is actually pretty uh, easy to get to the castle. Um, let's see if I can show you a street view um, of it. Um, but just uh, be careful to uh, like where you're stepping as well because it can be a bit uneven, um, especially the steps um, if you decide to go. Oh, the Wi-Fi is not working again. I beg your pardon. But I will leave the link out for the castle, um, as well as you can see, um, in your own time. Um, so if you know, if you want to visit, you know what to expect in terms of payment as well as um, like car park access as well. Um, so. It's now actually a Grade 1 listed uh, building and is, uh, this castle is protected under UK law as a scheduled, scheduled rather ancient monument. 
Um, so other places to visit, obviously there's more to Dunby than just the castle, but I felt like uh, the castle's a big drawing point um, to Dunby. Um, other places to visit if you're in the St. Osef area as well, Bottlebidden's a nice little, um, I want to say town as well, oh, village rather, um, next near, um, uh, St. Osef, this Bottlebidden used to also have a castle. Uh, Bottlewood and Castle that you can go visit. However, this has now been converted into a hotel. Um, as the charity that ran the castle lost money, and they unfortunately closed the um, castle down um, some years ago. Um, but do check out the history of the castle as well. It apparently housed a a ghost um, at one point in time. Um, but yeah. I went when they were still, when Bolvedon Castle was still uh, acting as a castle and honestly uh, as a child, I think I was around 11, 12 when I went, it was very fun. Uh, so I was really sad to hear that they closed it. Other places to visit, uh, if you're in St. Asif, obviously, you know, um, if you're interested in going to the sea, Real is a nice uh, seaside town that you should visit. Uh, Real Bree, uh, Real beach you know allows you to um, access the beach as well uh, the Irish, uh, Irish Sea um, and you can fly kites um, see performances so we used to go regularly to fly our kites um, with friends um, and um, you can also go see the aquarium as well if, especially if you got little kids um, in your um, in your family uh, obviously, there's like other beaches that you can go to Prestatyn, um, Colvin Bay. Colvin Bay rather is another very big uh, seaside town um, that's near Saint Asaph as well. Uh, but nothing beats uh, Clendidno um, town, um, as this has a pier. And I remember going um, on a school trip, um, and it's the first time I went on a pier, and it was fun. And it's when I first heard that fish and chips is a thing to get when you're on the pier. Um, I was actually quite new to the country by that point, so I didn't know, but it was still pretty, uh, pretty nice. Uh, and I thought, you know, uh, it was one of the best things I saw um, as a 12-year-old child on the pier. Um, if you don't know what a pier is, it's this long, um, you know, um, um, let's see if I can show you, but it's like a long, uh, man-made um, man structure that you can use to go quite uh, into the sea to get some good views. Uh, they usually have like these arcades that you can um, you know um, walk around and uh, take part in quite a lot of like fun activities with the families. And there's always like ice cream shops and eating areas as well. Um, and um, quite a lot of things to do for all ages. Um, so arcades, they look a bit like these, like the coin-operated um, uh, games that are usually uh, <coughs> rigged. <coughs> you did not hear that from me. Um, so yeah, so these piers, they're dotted around quite a lot of like uh, uh, seaside areas in uh, in the UK. Uh, but Clendid No is the popular one um, in uh, in North Wales or, or near um, Saint Asaph. Anyway, um, Saint Asaph used to actually have a, um, a 
uh, hospital as well actually. Um, it was called the HM Stanley Hospital. Unfortunately that uh, closed down a while ago and it has now been since um, renovated um, to uh, form houses complex uh, which is here. So this housing estate did not used to exist until was it 2017, 2018? Um, and if you, if you were to zoom in here, this is what the old hospital used to be. So it was called HM Stanley Hospital, which was a um, initially a workhouse uh, that used to have a lot of orphaned um, people, um, orphaned children that lived here. And it was named after HM Stanley. Um, um, Henry Morton Stanley, who was a Welsh American explorer, he I believe was um, born in this Denby area um, to a, a single mother uh, who abandoned him um, at a very young age. Um, and because he was his parents were not married when he was born, he was uh, labelled as a bastard. Um, over time, he, you know, he um, emigrated to the U.S. and he, I think, uh, got involved in uh, the in army uh, and became a journalist. So during, after the American Civil War, he actually ended up going to uh, on a British expedition to Abyssinia uh, in 1867 to 1868, and then he ended up um, going on quite a lot of different expeditions in and out of Africa as well. But he's most controversially known um, uh, for his involvement with the uh, slave trade, especially in um, establishing the Congo Free State for King Leopold II. Uh, this is something I don't really want to get into about the Congo Free State, because I don't really know much about it, but apparently it was a very... Um, how do I say? Very sad state of affair. Um, it's it's it, it seemed like I, I can't describe it. It was like horrific, essentially, what uh, happened to the Congolese people by King Leopold II. It's something you can look online, um, but it's it's not a nice thing to speak about. Um, it needs to be spoken about, but it's it's very very unpleasant. Um, so he um, his reputation was uh, seriously damaged. H.M. Uh, Stanley's due to his involvement um, with the King Leopold II. Um, so he, I think, was based in this workhouse. Um, so the housing estate that's bought it, they've still kept, I think, part of the um, old buildings. And this used to be a hospital, like I mentioned, housed, uh, didn't, house an a uh, didn't have an A&E, but did have um, like, you know, x-ray areas as well, and, um, like, eye clinics and things like that. So you can come in for, like, day procedures, but not for overnight. Um, the nearest hospital to St. Asif is actually in, uh, is the Glenfluid Hospital in Bottlewidden, so, uh, a bit of a trek, uh, but not too, too far. I think we can get there in 20 minutes or so. Um, so in terms of, um, Getting the city status, so Saint Asaph, uh, as you can see from the area, was a pretty small area. Is a pretty small area, um, and it's been historically regarded as a city due to the seat of the medieval cathedral and diocese. Um, and um, I think the town applied for the status 
success and competitions held by the British government in 2000 for the millennium, but that was unsuccessful, as well as for the Queen's Golden Jubilee in 20, 2002. However, during the Queen's Diamond Jubilee celebrations in 2012, this, the town applied for city states again, and they actually uh, were successful this time around. Um, and formally became a city garter by letters patent in 1st of June 2012. Um, so in Wales, uh, despite being uh, a formerly city, uh, it's, it's actually the smallest by council area as well, um, due to its um, small um, size age. Um, so yeah, so that's just a bit about um, if you're planning on coming in to visit St. Asap by road, the A55 um, is your best bet um, from England, I say, if you're coming in from like north of England and north of, um, yeah, like Scotland basically. Uh, you can get train links as well to St. Asap, uh, however the nearest uh, train station is actually in Rill, uh, not um, not St. Asap. So we will then have to either get the taxi into Rill or perhaps rent a car as well. Um, if you are wondering about living in Rail, in St. Asap uh, and if you happen to have a family, um, there's like one primary school I think and one um, school but that, that high school is actually a um, it only teaches in Welsh, so if you're pretty good at Welsh, then that's a good school to go to. Um, however, there's other high schools around the area as well, like in Denby, um, they can send your kids to as well. So just a heads up um, as well. Um, and uh, another cool thing, uh, the original um, copy of the Welsh Bible is actually kept on display in St. Asaph Cathedral. Um, so do check it out as well if you're uh, able to do so, and that was actually the uh, the Bible that was used uh, at the investiture of Prince Charles as Prince of Wales in 1969. Um, that investiture, I believe, was held in Carnarfon, um, which is not near St. Asaph, it's all the way down here by the coast. And I do recommend visiting Carnarfon Castle if you're in the area. So uh, that's it about my um, um, topic today on the city of St. Asaph. I hope you enjoyed it, despite it being quite uh, a small city. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth visiting, um, especially even if it's just for a few, uh, well, for a day. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy your visit um, in St. Asaph. I'll see you guys next week.